just just throwing this out there uh for the for the for the podcast here if you were a professional burglar say you're gonna break into somebody's house what's the one thing you would take to just annoy the piss out of somebody <laughs> is piss i just said piss is piss fine yeah okay it's, piss. It's, you know this this movie <laughs> takes place in london so. <laughs> yeah it does the, it does take place in london so what is the one thing you would steal from somebody's house if you were a professional burglar to to just to take the piss Take, take the, okay. <laughs> uh, you went robot mode, Kareem. So I'm gonna go first. In it, the, there's a uh, one of my favorite live action shows is Malcolm in the Middle, and there's an episode where the mom, I think the mom forgot Dewey's birthday or something like that, like something really pissed Dewey off, and instead of like throwing a tantrum or talking about it. He just went full-blown passive-aggressive and started fucking with the mom in all these little ways. Like he would take one button off of her blouse. Like he would uh. move things. <laughs> and by the end of the episode, she just started screaming. I was like, Dowie, I know you're out there. I know you're listening. I'm sorry. I don't know what I did, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me one knock if you understand. If we can have a truce. <laughs> me knock. <laughs> <laughs> But like we, as the audience, you don't see him. You just saw her flipping out, and then you hear the knock because he was definitely messing with her the whole time. Like, oh, no. like he, oh, he would cut, God. like he cut like one sleeve short or something like that. What are you doing, Kareem? Nothing. <laughs> I'm just here. I thought my cat was in here. She's not. Are you shuffling cards? No, I'm really just sitting here. Okay. Well, yeah. So I would do something like that. I think I would take one button off of all of their uh, button-up shirts. Not even the uh, top button. It would be like a middle one. I feel like bottom that's, one. I feel like that's valid. Like I, w- I thought of a, sort of a similar thing where you, uh, you just kind of find the most important things to to take. But um, one sock from just two sets of socks is too <laughs> subtle. But then uh, taking all of the uh, teaspoons. <laughs> what if it? What if it's like a, a like a measuring set, and you just take all you the, slip the, that one out the quarter tablespoons or whatever. Mm, yep, <laughs> just take them. You middle cooking, you were like, okay, I know I have four of them and they are constantly dirty, but there's none now. What the hell's going on, Kareem? I think I'll just take all the forks. All the forks. You know what would drive me crazy if you took all my forks and replaced them with three time forks? I, oh, I, I like, I like a good four four tang heavy fork. I don't even want. Me, I, don't, I should not get into that. I will talk too long about three, the weight of silver. Three though, I think. What is that? Is that a fish fork? I don't know, but the, the, the three time fork. Get three that just shit looks out of my house. It, it, it three just looks so strange. It's not practical enough. Not, anyway, not I'm like, I guess enough. maybe if I was like okay. picking the meat off of, of fish, but you know, I don't eat boned in fish. <laughs> it's like one to, of those those thin joints yeah. with a short handle. Mm. But yeah, like that. That's something that just irks me, and I can't even fully explain why. But 
Thank you for joining us today. If this is your first time with us, we're the secret group of brown kids. Who are the secret group of brown kids? Well, it's a secret. But you might be able to find us following the podcast on Twitter and whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Because seriously, like, subscribe, please. Come on. You <laughs> know you want That sounded very sad. You know you want to. <laughs> it helps us out. But anyway... I'm Tiff, and on the panel today, we got Tim and Kareem's back from his uh, his My hiatus. <laughs> I had things happening. I was stuff going on. Yeah. It was his birthday. We shouted him out. He won't know that, though, but we shouted him out. Well, I sometimes listen. I appreciate you. I hope you had fun. I did. It was a good day. And today, we are starting our Christopher Nolan miniseries. Uh, already on our second miniseries. Look at that. We, we did Wes Anderson. Now we're doing Christopher Nolan because uh, Oppenheimer is coming out uh, next month. So I said, let's do a Christopher Nolan miniseries and do some of his movies that are grounded in realism. Because, mm. you know, like he has just like high sci-fi movies, high concept sci-fi movies. But then he also has movies that aren't sci-fi, like Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, whatever. So I said, let's do some of his uh, grounded movies. And we're starting with Following, which is his first movie. Very first. Like, I don't even know if it came out of theaters or not. I mean, I guess it did. But uh, it had a budget of six. It did? I don't know. Oh, it wow. came out at festivals. But it, there's a there's a box office for it. Oh, wow. It made $48,000. And he filmed it on $6,000. Damn. Yeah. yeah, so I guess somebody was paying for it somewhere, right? But yeah, uh, 1998, a crime mystery thriller that follows a young writer who follows people around the streets of London to gather writing material gets caught up in a criminal underworld plot. That's a creeper. So, <laughs> he's, a, he's a creeper. Would you consider this neo-noir? I do. Pretty uh, on the head. And currently streaming on tubi this is uh only the first time i've used tubi yeah it's so like i'm not gonna say it's a hidden gem because it's kind of getting popular now or it's getting popular for at least with black folks <laughs> they, they just need a commercial like tubi it don't cost nothing yeah well, it, i think it's, it's getting popular because the movies are so bad they're fun to watch because they're so like, horribly bad those are the tubi originals and that's because they're like indie flicks that you know anybody can make yeah oh We'll put it on our platform if you let us slap uh, an original title on it. I don't know if they get paid off it or not, but it's already a free service, and like nobody else was about to pick up this movie, so <laughs> uh, uh, throw the the secret group of brown kids musical on there. These hey. motherfuckers like movies. These motherfuckers <laughs> like shows. Look, they'll. I feel like they'll take anything that isn't just straight up like porn, maybe. That's the only thing I haven't seen up there. Uh, not that I was looking, but I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> but like, I got questions. No, you don't. But they, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of actually good movies and movies you've heard of up there. It's just so random because, hmm. like, some some might only be up there for a month and then they'll disappear again. But some stay up there for a while. But yeah, there's a. They just it's it's like if if you're watching a random TV channel on a weekend and and that random old movie of the weekend came on. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, some, it's, it's, I think the most recent movie I've seen up there was maybe two years old that was in theaters. 
And I was like, dang, Tubi stepping it up. But I think they whatever they do, they're really smart about it. Maybe it's like maybe they're somehow they look and see what movies aren't being licensed by anybody else. And then they probably are like, Hey, uh, can we have it? <laughs> it's not a bad idea. You ain't yeah. doing nothing with that movie, right? Yeah. Like, they, let, they me must, see, let me see. They must stay on Netflix's website. Now we got to get whatever y'all drop. That's... And maybe, and maybe like, that's why some stuff only lasts a few weeks. Up yeah. There, Cause they're like, Oh, they're in between real platforms. So we'll take it for now. Yeah. And, yeah. That's a smart way to work it. Yeah. Also like, there's also Pluto TV and like Samsung TV. I feel like all they all kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might literally be the same thing. I don't know, but they all kind of have operate the same way, like Tubi and just yeah. Anyway, shout out Tubi. Uh, it's free. I recommend getting a uh, an account just so you can save your progress because the commercials yeah, that's a good are idea. unskippable. Give yeah. us our check, Tubi. <laughs> our our first sponsor. You know what? I'm gonna tweet them, see what happens. But uh, so yeah. We, so to we hook us up, we don't know what you can give us because everything free. But you know, say hey. <laughs> we get a little commercial bump. Hey. Uh, but yeah. Y'all watch Star- the Leprechaun on Tubi. Say hey, Say yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh. Yeah, uh, it stars nobody ever heard of. Actually, Lucy Russell, I think, is the only one who went on to have an actual acting career. Jeremy Theobald, the main dude, he only popped up as, like, tiny parts in a few other Christopher Nolan movies. And Alex Haw just straight up never acted again. He, like, got a real job. Uh, (laughs) uh, As a burglar? Uh, (laughs) I think he's, like, an architect or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Okay. So, like, and critic so, score eighty two percent, audience score oh, eighty five. Oh, How do you feel about store. that? <laughs> you say he working at a grocery store. <laughs> oh, hey, eighty five. Uh, yeah. Audience critics eighty two out of hundred, man. <laughs> okay. So All I right. get okay. Before we get into our how we feel about it. We already know how Kareem feel about it. But real quick, <sighs> shout out Ren and shout out Mauricio. It's their birthday today. Hey. Hello, happy birthday. birthday. Happy 23rd. <laughs> yeah, so moving forward, we're going to spoil the movie. If you haven't seen it, it's free on Tubi. And it's a literally like an hour and six minutes or something. So just Yeah, it was, it was yeah. a quick one. It didn't feel quick to me in the good way maybe no, it, in a bad way it, but like i felt like it was a little draggy I felt but it was content afterwards i'll put it that mm-hmm. way like it felt like a it whole movie right, let's go ahead and start with uh the problem child kareem how do you feel about it why am i the problem child this is because i tell truths about movies it's because you have red hair <laughs> And you and you know Jack Tripper, <laughs> but now it it was it was dry to me. It was it was it was dry, and then so blah and bland. And the there was one or two interesting parts, which I'm sure Tefron don't want to get into because you know certain order of things. But it was just dry 
to me. It, it felt like a two-hour movie. <laughs> God damn. Because I, I felt stuck. I was, are we still here? Did you care about <laughs> any part of it? Um, well, the, the rooftop part, the rooftop fight was the only thing I found semi-interesting. Literally both. Because, <laughs> because I giggled so hard at that fight. Y'all, this is... Okay, at least there's something. <laughs> I will I will say that's the kind of fight where I expected somebody to come over like y'all y'all stupid get up cut it out oh and how he was following people I was I was weak because you you just out there you you just you yeah, not he, even try. you didn't even try to like hide or hide behind a tree he was just doing it but he he's just right behind you he just and he looked, Al, uh, not Alex, uh, Alex is his real name, Cobb, Cobb dead, even dead says it at, at some point, like, you, you look, you look it's like, like if you stopped, he would have bumped into you. <laughs> <laughs> Someone turn around twice and see you, they, they know what's up. <laughs> but yeah, Tim? Uh, from, from the jump, when the movie, uh, started in the, um, where he was like, you know, explaining how he got along. I was like, all right, is this guy in a mental institution or is he talking to uh, just who is this guy talking to? What's going on exactly? From the jump, though, I was like, he's already semi narrating. Mm-hmm. This, this is if this if this didn't already go sideways, something will. I yeah. was immediately I won't say I was drawn in, but I was like, this guy has this guy is going to mess up several times in the next hour and eight minutes. <laughs> He's going to do so many mistakes, which he did. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is my second time watching it. Uh, first time, I don't remember when, but I remember liking it the first time. But then going in the second time, it was long enough that I didn't really remember all the details like i knew generally like what happens but like the specifics was i was like hold up i know there's like a twist in there but I forgot exactly what happened but it kept my attention the whole time and well, i like it i liked it i i thought it's pretty good actually uh i don't know about dry <laughs> it was dry it in like was. the british sense like like dry humor I love British movies, but this one was hard. It was, it was difficult. I even thought it was funny. Like, cheerio, pip pip, isn't it? Like, like it wasn't like a straight up comedy, but just how like like Cobb, like Cobb the nigga man, like he he would just be insulting <laughs> this dude to his face. And, and the way uh, he, the way he went off about his after dinner coffee, man, he was pissed. <sighs> He was so. That's three so parts. Three. That's three parts. So you enjoyed three up parts. My whole night. He was like, this. "Look, he was like, look, calm yourself. Like, I love get. This is a, this is a good meal. I love getting through good meals. I hate having to get up from good meals. Let me enjoy my meal. And like, nah, dude was dude was flipping out. He's like, nah, she's gonna recognize. She's gonna recognize. He's like, fuck it, let's go. You know what? Fuck you. Like, I was looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> You messed up my whole meal. You messed he it all was, up. So he was waiting all week for this restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, 
He's like, we got to go. Come on. He was, he was waiting yeah, all week for uh, the secret uh, pop we'll, up. We'll come back open. to this part because it was. God, I couldn't enjoy the whole thing. He was, he was, he was irate. But yeah, so. Uh... Speaking of eating, that, 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 there was a scene where he was typing and eating the hardest burnt breakfast <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, was that on purpose? Because he was sawing into that, uh, I thought was bacon. Well, like, what bacon is that tough that you can't Wasn't cut on through? Purpose. Bruh, that's just British cuisine. <laughs> if it's not boiled, it's burned. <laughs> like, I'm and not then even... he, when he, when he bit, when he chewed on it, it was so loud and crunchy. <laughs> and he struggled so hard. Also... You could tell he was, he was supposed to eat more. But he couldn't do it. He just cut the scene. Nope, we're done. Also, homeboy poor. He probably got, like, the old stale bread on a discount. Like, you, man, why are you shaming him? Because he ain't got no job. job. Poor don't mean you eating cinder block bacon. Look, that's what he got. You do what you can with what you have. I was... uh, But yeah, let's get into it. So film starts out with the guy explaining or narrating to some old guy, right? About how he started playing a game with himself where he'd follow people. And uh, initially there were rules. Don't follow for too long. Don't follow down uh, dark alleys after dark. And if you find out where someone lives or works, you can't follow them again. But then he started breaking his own rules, right? (laughs) Quick. Yeah. Burger King. Sometimes you got to break the rules. He started following this dude in a suit around. And then one day he was sitting at a diner drinking some coffee. And the dude in the suit comes in and sits at his table and asks him, like, hey, why you been following me? (laughs) Caught. Caught. Just caught. So immediately he just starts, like, lying and shit, right? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Not even a good lie. Not even a good lie. He wouldn't even look the dude in the face. That would have been the moment you just bail. Mm-hmm. You, be like, you got me i'm not gonna follow you anymore i'll leave you be i mean but at that point you know i mean we'll get into it but yeah like <laughs> he's just but he's just a pathetic that's the word i'm looking for pathetic genuinely and, and Cobb Cobb tells him that several times <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> so uh the man figures out with the quickness that uh oh he, t- he tells Cobb his name is bill which is obviously like a lie but you know, that's all we got to go on, so. Yeah. He tells me his name is Bill, and uh, Cobb figures out just by, like, the little chat they had that, like, he's unemployed, and he's interested in people, because he follows them around, so, like, why else would you be following people around if you're not, like, curious about him, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then Cobb shows Bill what's in his bag, and, like, it's just a bunch of CDs and stuff, and Cobb's like, yeah, I'm a serial burglar. now he realizes that like bill is like kind of (laughs) intrigued so he was like why don't you come along you know on a burgle with me is that a is that is that the right term a burgle i kept having that's what they were were saying i kept having to like double check myself on that too but yeah we'll just go with burgle they kept saying it a burgle (laughs) yeah so in the first apartment they hit Bill learns that the material gains from these crimes seem to be, like, of secondary importance to Cobb. And he takes pleasure in rifling through people's personal shit. 
and he likes drinking their wine though <laughs> uh and like Cobb explains that for him it's really about using like the shock of robbery and violation of property to like get victims to re-examine their lives which is like bro yeah like you on a whole different level with this uh, <laughs> he, he, he like says a, he want to mess with people it's like an existential uh, robin hood like i want i want people to grow I want you to learn. I'm doing this for you. Just wanted you to know I could touch you. <laughs> but he, he, uh, he tells Bill his philosophy is you take it away and you show them what they had. Mm. So, but while they're in there, though. That's uh, that's very funny later, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get into, like, all the Nolamisms. Oh, but yes. He, uh, he usually foreshadows, but, like, in a real subtle way that you'll catch, like, either at the end or on like a second watch it's like, one oh, of the shit. things wasn't very subtle but i'll i'll save that for later i picked up on it and about gagged <laughs> about flipped out but let's okay. keep going sorry mm-hmm. so uh, while they're in there the woman who lives there uh abruptly comes home and like cob bullshits her about uh thinking that the flat was for sale or whatever something like that right and mm-hmm. like him and bill they hurry up and they run up to the roof uh to and they go and they laugh about it and like bill's kind of freaking out like oh my god like she caught us and cobb's like hey don't worry about it. it's not a big deal and he's like what you talking about and he's like did you realize that the guy she was with didn't talk and Yo. what are they doing home in the middle of the day that's not her husband like she was probably up to no good anyway <laughs> <laughs> he, he reached for that, that no that was a good read Look, that was the, a damn good read because she the was way like he reads people is insane. She wasn't as yeah. concerned with them being in the house as much as she was like of being caught. Like, it yeah. was kind of clear. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised. Like she should have been madder that these men are yeah. in the house, but it was more like like I think he said something like she was kind of relieved it wasn't her husband like mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was this conflicting thing where she was just a little confused but like her reaction wasn't right it wasn't the way it should have been mm-hmm. but yeah so uh he tell or Cobb tells Bill or I can't remember if Cobb tells him to or if Bill asks if he could like pick the next place or something like that oh yeah he he kind of was like it, we're you know having a little fun why don't you try this out yeah. yeah so you scope someplace out and i guess they were they're kind of like arguing not arguing but like debating on like what type of house is good to hit and Cobb was like well you scope the next one out uh since if that'll make you more comfortable or something like that right and this dude bill <laughs> bill brings Cobb to an apartment that he said he had scoped out but you know if you were paying attention you'd realize that that was his apartment mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very i saw the typewriter and was immediately like mm-hmm. Is this a flash forward where he stole that weak. typewriter, or is this mm-hmm. his place? Oh, damn! This is his place. This is his place, and it's I like said, wait he, a minute. He, it's like he wanted Cobb to like tell him about himself. Mm-hmm. And Cobb obviously Cobb knew like Cobb knew that this was his spot. He probably and, followed him there already. He probably did. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> that this is this is my moment. This is the one I was waiting for. It's like you can tell how someone lives from their apartment, and if you take their shit, you can fuck with them. And what does Cobb do? Ain't nothing of value in this bitch. Let's go. He, just ins- he insults his his music. 
And then he's like, really? Like, what? This really is the place you picked out? Music. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We out. I was hurt for him. I, I was, was like, like oh. damn. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Make note of that, though, that he insults his music, right? <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, also, on his apartment, there's a Batman logo sticker. That's the other thing. Yeah. Foreshadowing. And, but yeah. way early. Yeah. It's. <laughs> Like, there's no way he would have known this early, right? But Christopher Nolan directed, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy. So it's just funny that, like, hey. <laughs> you have to wonder if he just was like, eh, Batman's pretty cool. Hey, what a like, Batman. As yeah, we go is... further through the Nolan movies, you'll realize that he has, like, an obsession with time. So maybe he mm-hmm. he he knows something. Maybe he found the Tesseract and went back <laughs> in time and sent himself to... anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Manhattan style. He's just existing in in all multiple all, time frames at the same time. <laughs> this is going to sound weird, but do not poke me in the butt in fifteen minutes. <laughs> what? Just don't do it. Yeah. I can't explain it, or it won't happen. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, pretty soon Bill starts dressing like Cobb. And he cuts his hair and he starts calling himself Daniel Lloyd because cop gives him a credit card that had uh, the name D. Lloyd on it. And like, <laughs> cop tells him just because you're a burglar doesn't mean you have to look like a burglar. Yeah. He, he was already like talking shit about him anyway. <laughs> and like, that's like the line that makes uh, Bill change his appearance. So basically he starts looking and dressing like Cobb because you can tell he already idolizes him, right? It's Even like, though, like Cobb's so, kind uh, of it's, is he the only cool person he knows at the time? So Shit, it's the only person he might know. Like the dude was... Well, somebody's <laughs> talking to me. Oh my God. I got a friend. We Well, we already knew he thought he was cool just from when he was stalking him, right? Just because he kept, he broke mm-hmm. his rules for him. So yeah. he was already, like, super interested in the guy. <laughs> and at some point, we also see him steal CDs. <laughs> and this is what I was talking about. And I think it was because Cobb insulted his music taste. Yeah. So when they do another burgle, burglar, what a, burgle? <laughs> a job. And then when they do another job, yeah, you see uh, Bill steal, steal CDs because Cobb didn't hurt his feelings about his music. I gotta, I gotta upgrade my musical taste. Yeah, he also steals books because Cobb said something about, like, you can tell how interesting a person is based on their books. And he also said that everybody has a box that they keep little trinkets in. And Bill didn't have a box, so he just stole somebody else's box. Yeah, that that felt weird. It's like, homie, you don't have mementos. Maybe, maybe you just needed to get out more. Do I have a box? I mean, I don't have a box, but I definitely have trinkets. You got to have some yeah. sort of little memento. Like, I got a little Ursula. She just right here. <laughs> There's a lot more, but that's the It's funny because she looks like she's waving. Like, <laughs> Yeah, she's like she's like a little Wait, sweet she, Ursula. She's okay, right Y'all here. ain't got hey. one of these motherfuckers. Y'all ain't got this. A Jar Jar. Y'all back off. Black actors. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Medbest. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> The film's timeline isn't exactly linear, so it, there's, like, it splices in clips from, like, the future, and it jumps back and forth. Yeah. But there's parts where we see Bill, like, already 
like post transformation when he still hasn't met Cobb yet. But like it doesn't it's not really confusing or maybe to me. Yeah, I can't really talk because I saw the movie twice. What about you? It took it took me a little bit to realize that there were like going to be so many time jumps. Yeah. At first, at first I thought, OK, we're definitely starting at the end. He's going to tell the story. But he's telling the movie is moving the way you would tell a story yeah, if you were it's... trying to give somebody like backstory on how something happened, you know, because it just kind of jumps forward and then it jumps back to this piece that is important for you to know, then comes back, meanders through a little bit here and there. It oh, yeah. it took a little you don't bit realize to figure it out. Starts at the ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just think he's like, hey, I'm telling the story, and now we're going to see the story he's telling. But like, you can kind of tell where you can kind of tell where he's. Like what part of the story you're at, depending yeah. on Bill's clothing, facial hair, uh, level of distress. Yeah. I wonder at what point did Nolan come up with the idea that I'm going to sprinkle in, like, we're going to jump forward and backwards. Because the movie took, even though it was only $6,000 budget, the movie took over a year to film because they would only film on Saturdays because everybody had full-time jobs that's you know just between like setting up the shot and doing all that stuff they'd only really get like 15 minutes of filming done oh my god honestly is how it works like your whole day and yeah it's just all for like a single shot yeah that's true uh i've uh oh it's a short i'll make this a short story i had to sit in a restaurant as a accidental extra for dawson's creek <laughs> Um, they went back to the CW shows. <laughs> <laughs> the the restaurant, a lot of Wilmington stuff is CW stuff, but the restaurant was the main restaurant from Dawson's Creek. Um, they needed to do some. I don't want to wait. Exactly, they needed to do some last minute like stuff. So they literally came in. They talked to the owner, and the owner comes up. Everybody, uh, everybody here. If anybody could get my have have my attention for a moment, uh, this, this is some of the crew from Dawson's Creek. They need to refilm a few things. Um, it should only take, and she like whispers to them, and they whisper back. They should only take about twenty minutes, but they're willing to pay for all of your food. Uh, so well, it's nice. on the house. You just kind of. Don't I, we? You can't talk very much, and you just need to stay still for a little bit. This shit took forty-five minutes <laughs> for them to get together the way they want it, and then another twenty or thirty of them just kind of stop. Bring this in here. We need this. We need a light. Lights changing outside. We need to set up. Like it was a straight up hour and something, and. I would have been really, really fantastically like, yeah, my food was free, but I didn't have any money at the time and had only ordered a French fry plate. No. So <laughs> I got, I got, I'm like, I ain't getting nothing out of this. Thankfully, the lady came back around. She goes, you only got French fries. Like they finally finished up. She's like, you only got French fries. You get a, get a hamburger. And I was like, what? She's like, get something, get something. So I got like a, I think I got like a shrimp basket. Oh, that's and nice. I was like, yeah. And I took it to go and I was like, well, I did sit around for two hours trying to figure it wasn't even like the, the high, like the famous cast from Dawson's Creek. It was just like some background people who had to like, yeah. like a minute of comp. It was probably like eight seconds of fucking footage they got out of that whole ordeal. It was just the, like, Pacey, Pacey hates you. I don't care because I don't like Pacey. 
next. I forgot year. what they call it, but it was like the the B, the B team or whatever. Like the assistant yeah, director yeah. was getting the auxiliary shots or whatever. <laughs> so we just need to get these last few shots. Or I'm glad you got that me. shrimp basket because yeah. man, did, did they tell you not to finish your food? No, you had to like not eat the the food. That's like, what I thought. So them mm-hmm. fries were done. Like cold. the closer the closer you were the worse off you probably were i was mm-hmm. kind of in the back and i would just occasionally just like <laughs> i um i don't if even I know only what, had I, fries i would have been so mad i i don't know what episode or anything because i never looked back to find anything about it and it could have been stuff that didn't even make it into it the way they did that show sometimes but i was so far away from the main thing that there's no way i'm in a shot i'm really curious but Ain't no way I'm about to go through seven mm-hmm. seasons of Dawson's Creek to find Absolutely not. you in the background. You just see me like just for a split second, like <laughs> sneak sneak a fry. <laughs> There's nowhere like that episode of community where they made fun of that. It's nothing like that at all. Well. Alright, so where we we was when the lights went out. I think we were just talking about Bill and his proclivity towards thinking he needs to be cool. Oh, yeah, like the timeline not being linear was like one of the things. Yeah. So it jumps back and forth. And the thing we're talking about, I think I posed the question, like, at what point did Christopher Nolan decide to make it non-linear? That's like a solid, really big choice to make. Because he definitely did it in, like, post, like, in the editing Mm -hmm. phase. It definitely could have been linear. They would have filmed linear because dude cut his hair. Mm -hmm. I guess he had to keep cutting his hair because it took place over a year. Right, good point. I I, I you, didn't think you about committed it until to now. this haircut. Yeah, <laughs> hope so you like, like it short, dummy. Well, you see him cut his own hair, and then like later on, you see it actually look nice. And I was like, ain't no way. That was another. <laughs> this I, was, dude. I was like, wait, not this dude. Because he was he was hacking away at it, and then he came out looking like Brad Pitt. I said, Hold I was on. like, like not this dude. Maybe Hold Ryan on. Ryan Gosling can cut his hair. No, not this look. dude. Look, like a whole different actor for a second. If Cobb said he cut his own hair, I believe it, but not Bill. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. If Cobb was like, <laughs> I cut my own hair all the time, I'd be like, he could be lying, but I believe it. That nigga smooth. But Bill? <laughs> Bill he didn't even use a razor. He just looked in the mirror and went, <laughs> done. Done. <laughs> Lady's uh, like, you look good, Cobb. He just He's threw like, some water on his hair and <laughs> went outside and looked nice. <laughs> LL Cobb, Jay. <laughs> oh the the lady oh yeah the blonde uh spliced in clips from like later on in the story and there's also parts where we see bill after his transformation going after a blonde woman he had followed previously to a bar after him and Cobb had burgled her flat <laughs> and even though like he approached her in the bar and she said that her gangster boyfriend owned the bar and he's like sitting over there in the corner she still gave him a little play. Like, she was like, say something to me. And she slapped shit out of him. And she was like, meet, meet me <laughs> meet outside me in 10 minutes. <laughs> meet me outside. Meet say me something outside. dirty to me. So he was like, like what? Pow. <laughs> that was that might be one of my favorite parts. She, she, she said, she leaned to him and she said, say, what did the five fingers say to the face? What? A slap. <laughs> uh. So yeah, and uh, at some point she tells him her boyfriend is a gangster, and like, and how him and his goons killed a man in their flat. Actually, we had typed down apartment, and then I went back and replaced the word apartment with flat. 
Uh, <laughs> so I was like, hey, this is England. Gotta be authentic. Yeah. In yeah. it. In it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they killed a man in their flat. And like he bled out on the carpet. Oof. And she says, this is why you don't, uh, or Bill says, this is why you don't go out with him anymore, isn't it? <laughs> no shit. In it. <laughs> in uh, it. No. Nah. And she says, no, nah, it's because he made a mess of my carpet. And he, he's like, uh... you're joking with me. And she's like, no. <laughs> so then Blondie tells him that the gangster boyfriend, who they call the ball guy, is blackmailing her with like incriminating photos or risque photos. Yeah. And he keeps him in a safe that he has in the back of his bar. So here comes uh, Bill the Simp. <laughs> and I don't even like using that word, but Bill the Simp. <laughs> Who I look like, Bobo the Simp. Because <laughs> he was the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's even a part where, or we're not there yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up when we get there. Oh, no, we're there now. Uh, Bill meets with Cobb on a rooftop, and he tells him his plan to break into the safe for his lady friend. And Cobb gets pissed off, and he starts snapping about, like, you know, for you to tell her that you are going to do this plan, you would have had to told her that you're a burglar. <laughs> he starts beating the shit out of Bill. This is Kareem's part. <laughs> rooftop battle this is because they went in they were round they, they they were a tussling they bill were. versus Cobb. <laughs> but it what he bill wasn't even getting any hits in no he was getting rocked <laughs> like they rolled around and stuff but it was it was Cobb uh getting all the hits in right Okay, that this is the first fight where I saw people roll around on the ground without actually rolling around on the ground. <laughs> it's because <laughs> they tried so hard not to commit. Like I can't get my clothes dirty. Hold on, hold on. Let let's let's practice this. Look, the Let budget me. was six thousand dollars. Those were their own clothes. Like Nolan couldn't <laughs> afford to replace that pea coat. No. <laughs> He said, the, the look, look, don't shove me too hard. Hold on. This is, yeah. It's dirty up here. New Millennium <laughs> Tournament. Wait, don't mess wait. up your peacoat. Round one. Hold on. Put a sheet down. Put a sheet down. Put a sheet down. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oh, man. No, um, they were they were authentic enough, but it was very much like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't get too much dirt on your knees. We might have to redo this shot. Yep. We can't clean up your knees every time we have to redo this shot. And it would cut just before like the hits would land. Like I can't like we don't have we don't got insurance. Like or I mean <laughs> I'm thinking like an American. <laughs> In England they got healthcare right. I don't know. This is nineties. Whatever. Anyway, they fought. And like it's disrespectful because like anytime you see somebody fight and they do some real nasty shit, it's usually like they spit on them or something. Yeah. Right? Freaking Cobb takes his gloves off and shoves them in Bill's mouth. Yeah, he like just shove a ru- shoves a rubber glove up his mouth, like take how that taste. Like, what so, did like, you're you gonna, do? You're, you're gonna need this. Oh man. Yeah, that was that was disrespectful. You're oh, gonna, I remember what I was gonna these. say. This is when uh Cobb asked him if if he slept with her yet. And oh. Bill was like, Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah, I did. <laughs> no, he you didn't. know, you know I did. <laughs> So, because he was like, "Wait, you you about to go on a mission for this chick? How long you been dating her?" And he's like, "A little while." He's like, "Y'all slept together yet?" Yeah, yeah. I don't think it happened, right? I mean, yeah, we don't. Yeah, see I, it happen, I touched but... a boob before. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I've, I've, been, I've, I've been around the block. I've, I've done things. You're a virgin, aren't you? No, I'm not. <laughs> but virgin? <laughs> Would a virgin dress like this? <laughs> yes. Yes. Have you been to the mall? Oh man, like it was it was strong middle school energy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Bill goes through with the bar burglar anyway, and while he's in there, like, uh, there, there's also money in the safe, and while he like he takes the money, he's like he's trying to strap it to like under to hide under his clothes. Some dude walks in, and Bill mollywops him with a hammer, and then runs out. <laughs> but yeah, so he, he whops him with a hammer, and he runs out. I thought dude was dead, but he didn't die. He just yeah yeah. Anyway, he got cl- he got clocked. So Bill Bill goes to Blondie's house and he confronts her because though he promised not to open the envelope with the photos in it, or he tells her that they like it was they were open just open. And they fell out, but really he looked anyway. Uh, but there were pictures of just random models and not of her. So he's like, "Yo, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I, I thought you said he was blackmailing with pictures of you. I thought I was gonna see some naked some naked photos, man. Yeah, man." <laughs> So Blondie comes clean and tells him the truth. Tells him everything, or at least from her point of view. Mm-hmm. Cobb came across a dead old woman battered to death on one of his robberies, and then he ran off, but someone saw him. And then the police grabbed him for questioning, and he told them that they must have him confused with another burglar he knew that did things the same way. So, so he hatched a scheme to find a decoy that could take the fall off of him. Or at least, like, cast enough confusion that he still wouldn't get arrested, right? And he noticed Bill following him for days <laughs> before he actually <laughs> approached him. So that means, like, Bill was following him, and then he said that he started following Bill. <laughs> but think about it. He like, said, aha, a sucker. Like, you got this whole game where you follow people, and then you don't even realize when the people you follow are following you back. Mm. <laughs> Uh, that's like that's like uh what's that game called uh team fortress like two spies just circling (laughs) poor pathetic bill (laughs) so yeah he was trying to make bill into the decoy because he noticed that he was sad and lonely and uh impressionable (laughs) Mm. so he befriended him and got him into the burglary shenanigans and he taught him how everything operates right then they could trick him into doing a burglary where he gets caught and that would be enough to cast doubt on Cobb and then Cobb would be off the hook for the murder that he didn't commit anyway, right? But the main thing was trying to get Bill to the point where he operated the same way when he did the burglaries. So Bill, <laughs> Bill's pissed off and like he admits that the police didn't get him but some dude came in <laughs> and he... Uh, he caught the hammer in the process, right? Yeah. <laughs> but he's like panicking. But so he collects himself a little bit and he tells Blondie that he was going to go to the police in the morning and confess everything. And she's like, yeah, don't do that. And he's like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And you can, you can help like corroborate my story or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and he, Bill just leaves, but he left the hammer. Yeah idiot (laughs) which is wild because he went home first and he looked at the pictures home then he went to blondie's house 
at some a point, you think he, he would realize he didn't have that joint with him. A sucker. So now we 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 jump back to to the beginning of the movie, and the guy, the old guy that Bill's talking to, is actually the police. Uh, side note: the actor is John Nolan, Christopher Nolan's uncle. Oh, okay. I know I saw Nolan in the uh, credits, but I didn't pay it as much attention. Yeah. Uh, and he's already, side like, note uh, to your side note. I didn't know family. Christopher Nolan was a um, Brit, a British. So here's the wild thing about it: is his brother usually uh, collabs with him on a lot of stuff and like helps, like they co-write things together. And his brother also, like I think he was a showrunner for Westworld hmm. or co-showrunner, Jonathan Nolan. If you hear them talk, Christopher has a British accent and John has an American accent. And it's like, hold up, I thought they were brothers. So John was like, Jonathan was raised in America. Oh, that's just weird. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole thing. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> weird, right? So yeah, so he's uh, confessing to the police. Police tells him like, yo, so uh, I hear what you're saying, but you see, we don't actually have any unsolved murders of old ladies at the present. There's no such ongoing investigation. And we don't know who this Mr. Caballers is. <laughs> like bill's like huh and at the same time we see Cobb in blondie's apartment and he uh he and he asks about bill's hammer and like he takes it out and he tells her that the ball guy knew that she was keeping the bloody carpet to blackmail him and that he, he actually works for the ball guy and he sent him there to tie up the loose end and then he attacks it with the hammer and cuts back to police station and Bill asked the policeman like if they talked to Blondie and the officer is like yeah we found her body this morning <laughs> and Bill's like what uh yeah and it, uh, we also found the the hammer used to bludgeon her to death and it also was the hammer that uh was used in the bar robbery and oh, like Bill's like Ugh. that's where that connects yeah I didn't think about that old Kyle went and slid and slid up and got that hammer Ah, uh, that's the only reach in the movie for me. It's mm-hmm. not a plot hole; it's just a reach. Because it, it kind of like, feels why, like a reach. Why? Why did it make sense? But the only thing that bugs me is Bill brought the hammer to Blondie's house. Now we already established he's an idiot, so that kind of explains itself. But I was like, this guy's such a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you done brought the murder weapon. That movie could have ended with the Curb Your Enthusiasm music, and it would have been fine. <laughs> just like, it's like, yeah, we found her body this morning, killed with the hammer that you were using, to, that, did a, that was used to hit that man, and just Bill looking like directly off into camera three, like, uh, bomb, 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 just damn. It's just like shut the fuck up how did you mess this up so bad oh man fucking idiot yeah so he tells him that he found they found the body in the hammer and they also found the stuff that bill had taken from her apartment uh... when they first burgled her her house which included like wasn't like some underwear taken too yeah so it just looked real bad for bill 
And then he was like, we also found that this guy, D. Lloyd, had gone on holiday and he came back and he found his his house burgled and his new credit card was missing from the mail. The same credit card that Cobb gave Bill and told him to sign the back of it. <laughs> and he's Boy, like, is this your handwriting? Yeah, but Cobb told me to do that. He's like, who the hell is Cobb? <laughs> So all uh, the evidence points to Bill, and Bill's like, yeah, but Cobb told me, and they're like, who the fuck, it don't matter. We got you dead to rights. It's it's funny, because, like, Cobb pulled him in by showing him what's in his bag, and Bill got left holding the bag. Uh, so, wah, like, wah, wah. The, final, the final shot in the movie is Cobb walking out into a crowd, and then, like, someone walks past the camera, and then he's gone. Cobb gone. <laughs> Uh, so Bill's a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, do you feel sorry for him at at all? Well, no, because he started off a creeper. <laughs> the only time I felt like a little bad was literally when Cobb showed up because, okay, little 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 T M I about T I M, and that phrase came off the tongue too quickly because i've said it before um i don't know during like a a depressed time in my life i would go to i was living in ohio that should tell you everything i decided to get into people watching so i just sit in the mall and Mm -hmm. like people watch it's a thing Uh, like like a pro tip use a stalker pro no no no, i never i never actually followed anyone like this just looking you 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 ever just look at people but pro tip get yourself a book Mm-hmm. And a pair of sunglasses, and you could just chill. Don't be turning your head; it looks weird. Yeah, but you gotta, much like you gotta use your eyes. But much like Cobb, one day this lady, like walking by, goes, "Sunglasses while you read." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I can't do this no more." <laughs> I thought I had it all figured out, and I was like, "Nope, okay, cool, she- cool." Her brain probably didn't go to your people watching. Her brain was like, oh, you looking at ass. She thought I was doing a lot more malicious stuff. And I was literally just kind of like, man, I got a stroller. Got a kid walking with him. And a kid in the stroller. Oh, the kid in the stroller can walk? They need to get rid of that stroller. Just little (laughs) stuff like that. (laughs) It's like, oh, that's that girl again. She must work somewhere in here. It's too weird for her to be like going back and forth, but not be wearing comfortable clothes. You know, just dumb stuff. Just to, something to fill the time of like just not having like a decent job or like you know like being we, being being an American neat. I never like went out purposely just to people watch, but we'd usually do it if we were out to dinner mm-hmm. and like go like, okay, what's their story over there? Yeah. Or sometimes it's just like like I remember we. If you scroll back through my Facebook or something, you can find a picture I took because the couple across from us, this shit is like burned into my memory. The couple across from us were uh, the woman. They're sitting across from each other and the woman, I don't know why white people love to be bare feet so much, but her, she, her feet were out of her shoes and where were they? They were stretched, her, her legs were stretched across under the table and her feet were cradling her husband's crotch. And, like, 
it's funny because we hate same side booth sitters. Like we think it's obnoxious. Like you know, y'all talk to somebody. They should just talk to somebody. You see, like, like y'all, like y'all. They're in love. What what? is the next solution? Fuck that. That's no. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's a. So anyway, we but we that was the day that we decided to be same side booth sitters, or maybe we didn't have a choice. Like they gave us like the corner table uh, corner booth something thing, like that. something like that, right? But I, but for whatever reason, we were we were next to each other, so we were looking at the restaurant. So we were just looking at everybody, and they were the closest couple. And like she just was, Man. just had her just her, her feet just cradling his crotch i was like yo Man. we can't eat <laughs> i'm not trying to see this shit <laughs> mm, dirty but yeah, I, yeah. I, I i took it i took it a step too far and like got too into it and this lady just called me out and i was like that's where bill should have stopped because that's where i stopped i was <laughs> like, like right. he, he gonna mess up you need to find the new game yep <laughs> time to time to go on a roof and like watch people and just stay where you at None of this, none of this following people. I'm surprised somebody didn't gut check him by now. Tell you what, uh, people watching the anime conventions just makes me oh. mad. Oh, <laughs> it's just gonna end with me yelling like, "Hey, nigga, wash your fucking hands!" <laughs> like I, I, I remember every every anime kid that was at a convention and went into the bathroom the same time I was in the bathroom. And then they walked out without washing their hands. I remember their faces. You know, no, they go I, outside glomping and shit. I got a oh god, <laughs> motherfuckers said glomp. Oh no, oh no. So some trivia. Obviously, this is I said this is no one's debut feature film. Uh, Nolan came up with the idea for the movie after he had his flat burgled. And this dude, he was like, I wonder what the burglars thought of me. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. That's the thought process? That, yeah, that was his thought process. <laughs> so, I don't know if you remember, like, one of my favorite memes is, uh, is the damn bitch this how you live? Yes. <laughs> I love that the one. first time I saw it, it was Marie Kondo. <laughs> like they, they photoshopped her into like a messy room and the caption was damn bitch this how you live. there's always that one that's like it's a um goofy son which my brain went goofy son max. and not max yeah. uh max and it's a uh, he's just damn it. Like, oh, yeah, i love the, the that girlfriend, one yeah i love that one because it's just like i've unfortunately walked into that room and literally been like oh this was a mistake this, uh, this this was a mistake at my school. I think Cerise complained about it more than I have, but we feel the same way. Like she's like, I can't stand when like girls be posting thirst traps or whatever. The whole like, yeah, they might look good, but then like the house is a mess in the back. Mm, the whole room looks like all hell bros loose. And it's funny they saying like, that because look look behind me, like no. <laughs> I was about to say. Kettle, kettle. <laughs> I even looked in the background of my game like, oh. Your camera oh, not yeah. even on and you <laughs> it's like, oh, this ain't. Oh, yeah. Let me move into another room and take that picture. 
go into or, the hallway. Or like they they take the selfie, the the, the bathroom mirror selfie, but the mirror dirty. <laughs> I think my my least favorite one is like there'll be like somebody thirst trapping, bathroom mirror, the whole nine, and like just over in the corner you see just like one little kid. <laughs> Those kill me. Because they'll just be, like, right in the frame, like, just looking <laughs> pathetic or trying to get you, they, like, reaching for or they got, like, a toy. It's just like, mm, ma'am, I hope that's your little brother. I hope that's, like, your baby hey, cousin. Hey, you hungry. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that little motherfucker ain't like, mommy, mommy. Because, <laughs> like, you just made, you just went from thirsty to sad. Hey, I just, I just uh, cash app you some money. Go take <laughs> some McDonald's. Take that, get that motherfucker a grimace meal. <laughs> it's, it's on me. It's his birthday. <laughs> it's Grimma's birthday, and you deserve a milkshake that tastes exactly like Fruity Pebbles. Y'all, y'all starting to sound like that, that comment off that TikTok where that girl's trying to sell her hair oil. And she oh, says she's no. gonna cut off. She's gonna cut off uh, her hair each t- each day to show uh, like, how much how her oil here, helps. I'll, I'll buy the oil. I'll buy the oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sister, stop! Please, girl. That sounds so bad. Just stop! I'm about to oil. <laughs> It's like kind of sad sounding. No, sister, stop. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. Uh, what was your favorite aspect of the film, Tim? Um, I'm gonna say the time component was a little weird at first, but I enjoyed it because, like I said, um, it felt very much like the way you would be telling a story to a person. Yeah. Um, you would probably jump back and forth pretty regularly just because you're trying to keep up or you remember certain details. So it was a uh, pretty cool, I thought. Like the time travel or the, yeah. the, the time skipping uh, component of it. I hope that it was in the initial idea. I hope it was initially what he planned for and not just like he is sitting there editing and went, oh, that's in the wrong spot. Wait. 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 <laughs> I'm a genius. Kareem, or I guess we already know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a good bad movie to me. I mean, what dang? I did. I honestly did not like it. It was. It was. I get that it was the first movie, mm-hmm. but it was good for a first movie from somebody. I'll say that. You, what about the writing? What about the writing? You, it was the writing. Yeah, like like it. Uh, I I like the twists and the turns. Like the 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 dialogue between the characters was actually cool. That was not. I didn't. I didn't feel like it was it, somebody's first time writing the, a script. From the that. dialogue, okay. as in Cobb just ripping Bill to shreds. That. That 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 relationship, movie. he did a great job of making that character look pathetic. He did he yeah. did do that. He did do that. No, he. The, um, oh. 
the girl in the movie, I can't, I can't remember her name. Um, they, they, none of them have names except for Cobb. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's why I was just calling no, all, yeah. all, all of the blondes were super dry to me. I didn't, I, I could do without them. That's just, mm, I got you. I, I feel like they didn't add a whole lot to it, honestly. Okay. But yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a good fit. It, I'll give it a C. I'll give it a C. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I can't, I can't say that it was a horrible movie. It was, it was well put together. It did have a story that developed and ended. It was just dry for you. It was just, it was just stupid dry. It was just. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> even, even though, even the rooftop fight was was hilarious. I, I'll dry. say it. It was there was a slowness to it that was a little bit kind of weird at times, like. But I, I think it was, again, to sort of, like, lull you into, like, everything seems all right-ish. Yeah, so, yo, he's a burglar now, all right. And then... The food was well, every, Everything that happens, like, happens either set something up later on, or it's getting paid off from something that got set up already. So I thought that was pretty cool. Like, it was solid enough. Like, the first burglary and the chick comes home... And then the reason they have to leave the, food, the restaurant the was solid. is because she came in. The food and... was very solid. <laughs> well, Cobb didn't get to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, are you talking about the, the poor food that he was yeah. uh, picking up what you're putting down? I got you. But yeah, the, the, the chick that came in, caught them in the act earlier. She was why they had to leave the restaurant because Bill saw her and he was like, she's going to recognize us. She's, she saw me. She saw me. <gasps> He and was ready like, to go. It's, it's cool because he was like, okay, is the guy with her the guy that we saw? And he said, no. He's like, oh, that must be your husband. She's not going to mm-hmm. come up to us then because she, like I said, she was cheating. Yeah. <laughs> so she don't, she don't need to, blow to her spot cause up. that drama. Yeah. So we're good. And I could finish uh eating my food and get my coffee but like bill was spazzing <laughs> i'm a, i'm gonna do a tiktok edit of this whole movie like all of the times that he should have realized shit was going down I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get a lot of views because i'm gonna put it to that project project x x x <laughs> oh the, the uh lil uzi yeah that's that whole song that's, that's what... there's there's like it not to even get into it too hard, that song is even shorter than it is because the whole song just repeats again. Yeah. The song is 48 seconds long. It just repeats the same thing that happened all over. I was like, man. He made I, it just to be in movie trailers. Like, it, it, like that's, mm-hmm. that's the only, only thing I could think of. Movie trailers or TikTok? I mean, everybody's favorite character is Cobb, though, so we don't gotta. Cobb was a, Cobb was for a for a villain. Cobb really had his his thing going. Yeah, like he and like every little thing, like down to the hammer. Mm-hmm. Like no way he could have actually have predicted it, but him having the homie a hammer, was like, "What would you take?" He's like, "I don't know, hammer, claw yeah, hammer, claw Good, hammer." Yeah, real simple. And then he really did keep the claw hammer and uh on him like <laughs> i got that thing on me like everything Cobb said like bill listened and then acted on and in the end it cop was like yep got him but uh yeah uh any other thoughts i feel like it was really cruel of him to to 
jump on his music tastes because his music <laughs> tastes weren't that bad. And I'm not saying that because it was all stuff I like. I'm just trying to be fair and like open minded. He said, what's this? Pathetic. <laughs> he, threw it on the floor. he literally threw it on the floor. <laughs> Pathetic. What is this? Trash. Um, but, uh, Garbage. Also, I peeped that uh, Bill had a picture of Marilyn Monroe on the wall and he went full simp mode for Blondie. Yep. He had the same hair. Real simple real simple tastes. Yeah. Not helpful. <laughs> it would have been wild if like when we saw like the background if he got her to change her hair because he knew Bill liked Marilyn Monroe, but she already had that hair. Yep. <laughs> so I I really like like I respect it. It's a really good like first movie. The only thing that really bugged me was like it started out with such shaky camera work. I didn't think about yeah. that. I was worried that was going to continue. Yeah, but it stopped pretty fast. I think it was. Like, the, I think it was to set you off guard. Yeah, I thought. Wait. I thought it was done on purpose, though. For probably, the probably was because that it was just the opening scene, and I was just like, oh, I'm gonna throw up. But then it, it doesn't happen again because he uh, obviously wrote it and directed it, but he also shot it. Like he was the one holding the camera, mm-hmm. uh, and he also partially edited it so i mean but that's usually how it works with like you know your first movie so it had to be a, a like a purposeful choice to just fucking shake that camera in the beginning oh my god but it didn't stay that way so i'm happy yeah and like that's the only real critique i got i'm i was glad everything had worked out yeah i thought the writing was pretty solid i didn't figure the movie out and not not necessarily saying that that's like a bad i know some people call movies trash if they figure it out i like if i like if a twist seems like where they're going because i'll just be like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are you are you really gonna do this are you really doing it they're doing it it's i'm just i just get kind of i gotta get hyped sometimes mm-hmm. like these motherfuckers really doing it <laughs> i love that when it's a big swing mm-hmm. risky i don't I don't want to say some of the movies because you might not have seen it. That that might be like a spoiler, but like sometimes they take a big swing. I was like, nah, ain't no way. Ain't all they fucking doing it. Like like, that's risky. You really going to do They did it. (laughs) (laughs) They did it. Uh, Those madmen. Love him. Uh, Yeah. I thought the writing was good. It was solid. In the grand scheme of like ranking Christopher Nolan movies, it might be the bottom, but it's not a bad thing because like I remember like way back in the day when I was way more of a obnoxious Nolan fan, I'd be like, none of his movies are below a seven on IMDb. Ah. Oh my! Oh, but I chilled <laughs> out since then. <laughs> I can't think if there was a director that I was ever like ah. I kind of got weird about Stephen Wright, but I don't think I like went nuts over it. Weird thing is, I got like I was like, oh, I really like Stephen Wright. These are cute movies. These are cool things he's doing, like cool stuff. And then he did Scott Pilgrim, and then he did Baby Driver. So I was like ahead of the curve on my own likes. It was kind of weird. <laughs> hmm. I got a lot actually, so I can't. <laughs> I think when I was a teenager, I really liked Spike Lee, not just because I was supposed to, but it was like all of the movies felt like entertaining but like it was something mm-hmm. i was a part of it wasn't like no. watch it wasn't like watching 16 I'm candles and being like those are teenagers me. i think those are teenagers but they are not I, I will admit it took me a 
a second to get into Spike Lee. I hated I might, Spike I, Lee as a kid. And you know I what? I might have been too young at, when he you know what it was? song. What? I was a Tarantino fanboy, and Spike didn't like Tarantino, so I was like, well, fuck Spike. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, uh, me, but, and a, me and a guy, it's funny you say that, me and a guy, he was just like, he was like, Tarantino can run circles around Spike. And I was like, all right, so this weekend, I will watch a Tarantino movie, and I want you to watch Bamboozled. And he came out of Bamboozled, like, what the fuck? Did he, how do you get away with this? I was like, he didn't. The movie <laughs> kind of bombed. <laughs> but he committed to it and he put it on film. He goes, this is so messed up. I was like, yeah, but you love messed up stuff. Because what do you mean I like messed up stuff? I was like, you like Tarantino. By the way, I watched Jackie Brown. <laughs> and it was like he messed up eight movies that I already saw. Because that's what he does. <laughs> we were still fighting. <laughs> I'm not so like, I, I don't know what, what Spike movie, like, it finally clicked with me. I think it was... Was it... um. I like. Quick, I remember quickly. Inside Job, like an Inside Job, but that one was different from the rest of his movies. Yeah. So I can't count that. And then I think it was Miracle at Saint Anna because people were shitting on it, and I watched it. And I was like, "Yo, this is actually good." He just needed to cut out twenty more minutes. Probably but it was good. I think Do the Right uh, Do the Right Thing was my next one, and I was like, "Okay, this is amazing." If like, he had to a... stand on one of his movies for the rest of his life, it could be that movie. Cause... Yeah, it'll be do the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think mine was Clockers. Yeah. Because Clockers brought me into Spike Lee. I feel okay. like I need to watch that again. Yeah. Delroy Lindo. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. He was so good in, he was so good in Gone in 60 Seconds. Because everybody in that movie knew that mo- what that movie was supposed to be. And everybody yeah. was just like, What's that term everybody uses? Really eating the eating the scenery. Eating the scenery. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody in that movie had a chance to do that. Yep. <laughs> I I love the I love the uh, Nick Cage guy in sixty seconds. I don't think I saw the the original because it was a remake, right? The original's bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's not. It's not good. Maybe we could do Gone in sixty seconds one one week. All right. <laughs> I just realized we, we we'll just do, went on tangents. We'll, we'll do uh, we'll do Tim's. Tim's car weirdness. It's not the going to sixty. It's not the. It's not the fast thing. It's a different thing altogether. Uh, a Tim <laughs> Tim Car miniseries. Y'all gotta watch Cars Three. Let's do. Uh, let's do ratings. All right. My general rating system is still: Would I recommend it to a person, and why? Overall, I think if a person liked uh, film noir but they didn't really like the hard-boiled, like, real old-style stuff. Uh, they didn't want to watch, like, you know, so they want to watch something a little bit more modern. Um, definitely put this in that vein of things. They probably enjoy it. Give them something to kind of, like, think about. It's it's not too heady, but there's enough going on that you, uh, you could kind of, like, wonder where the despair is coming from, which person is, like, the real foil. I would definitely recommend it to anyone who was into that kind of thing over a lot of movies that tried really hard to be noir. I don't even think this movie was aiming for that. I think noir is hard though. Like it's like either you like it or you don't, Mm -hmm. or I don't know. Like, I think it can be off putting for some folks. Definitely. I I think I was one of the people it was off putting for, but like there's some that just really work for me. I think a lot of times people expect, for the hero to win 
mm-hmm. and a lot of noir, you, you might kind of be still around at the end, but that doesn't mean that you won. Yeah. And I think that's what, like, a lot of people m- miss that. Like, every ending to Cyberpunk 2077 besides one is, eh, you almost, it's all right. This isn't the worst thing. And that's why I think Cyberpunk is just noir with neon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, you explained it to me, and, uh, like, we were talking about the anime, and then you were like, yeah, the game does it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, you're like, no. Mm-mm. You, you, you thought. <laughs> but no. We should, uh, because it's, it's funny that his first two movies are noirs, mm-hmm. and it made me think about how Ryan Johnson's first movie is a noir, uh, dude who directed, like, Last Jedi, uh, his first movie is Brick, starring uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and like that was. Uh, oh, I don't think I've seen that yeah. at all. I do I'll know. See, see I feel like I did somewhere. hear about it, but I have not. Yeah, so it makes me wonder, like, how many other uh, filmmakers started off with the genre. It's interesting to think how some people that start dark are able to branch out and do bigger things, but there's a lot of people who just kind of made like funny romps. And they just stuck in there. Yeah, I think ro- I think rom coms are is a trap for actors. Mm. It it could it could send your career on a different trajectory real quick. It depends on if if the movie's good or not, not if the actor's good or not. I mean, it's hard Unless to make a good rom com. Already established, like if they're already established and they do one, then it's whatever. But if they're a good actor but they're in a bad rom com, then they'll struggle. Oh boy. Well, Kareem. Kareem. Meh. It's, it's meh. Oh. All right. I oh. <laughs> really feel. No, it, it's, 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 it's all right. I would only recommend somebody watch it if you're doing like a study on this genre or this this director. I, I wouldn't say, hey, go watch this movie. No, it's not. What would it take for you to watch this again? Again? Yeah. Lord, food. I, a lot of food in front of me. Just invite me over for something to eat and don't tell me you're about to play that movie. Just, just slip it on just in the background. It right, just put it on. And it's like, I'm, I'm, well, I'm already here. I'm, I'm, all right, okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, that is episode one of our Christopher Nolan uh reality miniseries maybe in the future we'll do the the sci-fi his big sci-fi ones it's funny because even if we do the we'll do this and then if we do the sci-fi ones we're still leaving out insomnia and prestige but that'll be all right so yeah they're our first uh nolan miniseries uh episode down it's a good uh, next time doing memento i've actually and this I say this every time. It's, a, it's another movie that I was able to start but not finish. So uh, definitely, uh, I, I'm almost fresh I, for I, this one. I was gonna look it up to see what because I remember watching, but I don't remember what it was about. I was gonna look it up, but I said no, no, what? I'm no, just going I'm blind just, again. Yeah, just kind of going blind. Yeah, but I will say you got to pay attention to it. For real, it's going down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, were you on your phone for this one, Kareem? I already know the answer. For the first twenty minutes, no, until I just it just You're just like, I, all right, check it out. All right, okay. All right, I got it. I got it. <laughs>
I see what's happening. You know, you know why you didn't understand what that movie was about. You, you know why you didn't understand what that movie was about. Because you always be on that phone. <laughs> I, I, I understood it. Because you always be on that phone. <laughs> I, I understood it. It was just mess. All right. Yeah. So, Tim, you got any plugs? Oh, um, same old, same old. Uh, still doing the music. The uh, CEO Fighting Game Championship uh, 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 soundtrack album is doing great on Spotify. Uh, definitely go check that out. The CEO uh, Fighting Game Championship. I think uh, I can't remember the uh, name. It's so bad that I can't remember the name of the album. But it's uh, if you search for the CEO Fighting Game Championship, uh, it's it's doing real good. And I think that I think that's happening this weekend. The uh, the actual championship. I'm doing a over on my Patreon. I'm working on a remix for an artist um, that has been on multiple songs of mine. Uh, named Alice Knows Karate, uh, and she it's a remix of her song, She's Got Legs, but for whatever reason, I was in a uh, a cameo mood, so now it's funk, and uh, it's been fun to do, so that's what I got going on Patreon and then the CEO album. Um, I finally updated my information on one of these sites where they... Uh, they uh, collect your royalties so i'm hoping that works so i can have some money because in october uh daddy joe needs his school money and uh, and and uh and uh and just just any 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 help you can give <laughs> i was getting so used to not paying that school buddy start building a car that's not on me though it, it, I, that's also on my patreon come and see my come and see my volkswagen rabbit and give me money so I can work on it. I'm just saying, give me the money. I'm not shy. <laughs> I am shy, but still. Uh, yeah, the D and D sluggers anywhere uh, except for the baseball team in South Carolina. And Kareem, you still got your social media on hidden. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't have social media. This is how this is how hidden he is. He won't even follow us back on Twitter. Y'all follow me on Twitter? See, Jesus Christ. Anyway, <laughs> follow the podcast at SGBK Podcast on Twitter. Follow me personally at Tiffzilla on Letterboxd. That's all we got. We all we got. <laughs> Let me look on Twitter. Thanks, guys. Take care. See you next week for Memento. I'm going to go check Twitter. <laughs>